You are listening to the Phoebe's podcast and my name is Sylvia Maral. To know more about Phoebe's, visit our web at www.phoebe's.org and follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook and Twitter. Please subscribe to our podcast and stay tuned. Welcome to this month's episode about LEI, Legal Entity Identifier. And to talk about it, I have here joining me Raul Schopedeka, Marketing Head of Rubik's Data Sciences. Thanks for joining, Raul. Thank you so much for having me here. So, Raul, the first question is very obvious. What is LEI? The LAI stands for the Legal Entity Identifier. Okay. The Legal Entity Identifier is a 20-character alphanumeric global reference code that uniquely identifies every global legal entity or structure that is a part of, to a financial transaction in any jurisdiction. It connects to key reference informations that enables a clear and unique identification of legal entities participating in financial transactions. Each LEI contains information about the entity ownership structure and answers the most important questions of who is who and who owns who. So this 20 character alphanumeric global reference code can be broken down into, you know, first four characters are the LOU identifier. Then there are two reserve characters followed by 12 characters which are into these alphanumeric code which is given to every entity followed by last two digits which are the verification ID based on the ISO standards. Now we know what LEI stands for. So next question would be why was the LEI system created? So during the global financial crisis which happened in 2008-2009 where the uh, you know Lehman Brothers collapsed and at that point of time the regulators and private sector firms were struggling to access how deeply market participants at that point of time were affected by their exposures to the fallen entity it happened uh, you know the due to which they grappled to untangle the vast interconnected networks of the market participants that got exposed to the lehman brothers and their financial connections the global financial crisis was a watershed moment and there was a definitive call for making the transactions across the market, regions and products more transparent. It became clear that the regulator and companies needed an international system for identifying the financial connections to better understand these risk exposures. Thus, the LEI was developed as a collaborative effort by regulators across the world to push transparency in transactions across market and geographies. And how did the LEI system came about? So as I mentioned before this, uh, you know, financial crisis, which happened in 2008 and 2009, there were a lot of uh, attempts done to develop a global standard identification system for entities, but it failed. The downfall of Lehman Brothers strengthened, you know, to resolve among the regulators and major economies of the world to develop such system. In 2011, leaders of G20 countries interested in the Financial Stability Board or it is also known as FSB with the responsibility of making recommendations for the creation of a global entity identifier 
and a governing structure that could accept or support it. The Financial Stability Board is an international body with members from 24 countries and standard setting and international organization. Its task is to monitor and make recommendations about the global financial system. In 2013, the ministerial level representatives from world largest economies acting through FSB, which is Financial Stability Board, handed over a supervision of global LEI project to the Regulatory Oversight Committee, also known as ROC. The members of the ROC includes more than 80 regulators from at least 50 countries. And with this, the seeds of the LEI system, which is as it today, were sown at that point of time. So who is in charge of its development and management? As I said, in 2013, the Ministry of Representatives handed over this, uh, you know, LEI project to Regulatory Oversight Committee. In two, June 2014, the Regulatory Oversight Committee established the Global Legal Entity Identifier Foundation, also known as GLIF, in the Basel, Switzerland, as a not-for-profit organization for the implementation and use of LEI worldwide. The foundation continues to be backed and overseas by ROC, representing public authorities from around the globe that have came together to drive forward transparency within the global financial market. The LEI data pool, also known as the Global LEI Index, is publicly available on the GLIFE website and can be regarded as a global directory that greatly enhances the transparency in global marketplace. The data is LEI pool, which is a, uh, you know, a non-restricted or easy to access data and the information is instantly available at any point of time. This is open unrestricted data of the LEI is live core service to the public. To ensure the global LEI system evolves according to the user requirement, GLIFE has created dedicated stakeholder groups to enable consistent exchange of information with the representatives of specific market segments. It further safeguards the operational integrity of global LEI system by accrediting the LEI issuing organization before making them authorized issuers. These LEI issuers operate in specific jurisdictions and are called as local operating units, also known as LOUs. Okay. Only LOUs are authorized to issue LEI to legal entities engaging in financial transactions. Further, the GLIF has appointed validation agents to operate under specific LOUs to streamline the LEI issuance process, basically to speed it up. In this context, Rubix Data Sciences is the first validation agent to be appointed in India to work with the legal entity identifier India Limited, which is a GLIF accredited LOU to issue globally compatible LEIs in India. Ultimately, the GLIF role is to ascertain that all parties implementing the LEI are observing its governing principles and standards, including reliability, quality, uniqueness, as these are crucial to achieve the one golden standard for the LEI. Congratulations for uh, becoming the first validation uh, agent to be appointed in India. Uh, I know we made a post about that. So, um, well, here uh, we state again our congratulations. And into the next question, how many entities in the world have an LEI? As of the date of this podcast, GLIFE has issued 2.1 LEIs, which are active. 
इन यूनाइटेड स्टेट वी हैव मोर देन टू लैख सिक्सटी थाउजेंड एक्टिव एंड इश्यूज एलिया दी हाइएस्ट अमंग्स ऑल दी कंट्रीज आर फॉलोड बाई यू के जर्मनी इटली एंड स्पेन इंडिया इज कैचिंग अप एंड वी हैव मोर देन नाइन्टी नाइन थाउजेंड प्लस एक्टिव एलियाज इन इंडिया So okay interesting what kind of entities can actually apply for an LEI any entity or organization undertaking the financial transactions can apply for an LEI so this includes all kinds of legal entities including trust partnerships in fact the several regulators around the world mandating the financial intermediaries funds and trust banks financial institutions listed entities or companies that issues debt securities or equities to have an lei it is prudent for all business entities across countries to obtain the lei to avail its various benefits and how are lei issued for this firstly the a legal entity applies for a lei through the legal issuer via self registration okay so basically they goes to a website and apply over it in this process entity must supply the accurate reference data to the lei issuer which is a lou okay this data includes the business card information which includes the official name of the entity its registered address followed by its relationship for the identification of the direct and ultimate parents of that legal entity if applicable so thereafter the lei issuing organization verifies the reference data with the credible sources government sources statutory sources okay and then issues the lei number the lei issuer charges a fee for this process when a legal entity submits the application clive then publishes each issued lei in the global lei index which is a complete lei data pool it is unique because it is a only globally accepted open online source of high quality reference data about legal entities in any corner of the world why do entities need an lei and what are its benefits uh the introduction of lei has changed the landscape of global business because it has made it easy to identify transacting parties the lei is being key role to safe and secure the growth of global financial commerce just some benefits of it is that lei is a global identifier that provides international recognition for your business or organizations as this is a unique number it can't be replicated stolen or even fake so it's a kind of a full proof way to mitigate the frauds and identity theft so it is also standardized across countries okay therefore uh, you know uh, it is a one common identifier for entities in all forms types size jurisdiction it also serves the purpose of a essential identifier in cross border transactions and it helps to cut down the risk making it simpler for the organization with lei to take their business on the global stage even in domestic market lei also helps to establish identities across the value chain for security purpose and obtaining finance smes which are small medium finance enterprises can obtain this lei to stand out amongst their peers in domestic and global market LEI is particularly beneficial for exporters and importers as it provides the global recognition amongst the prospective buyers and sellers in overseas market. In today's uh, e-commerce age, okay, displaying the LEI on or online marketplace profiles helps the potential buyer to know your existing has been validated. 
it drastically cut down the time of KYC onboarding and helps to comply with the anti-money laundering activities and KYC regulation and filters out the fake entities. Verifying the identity of the counterparties with the LA is very simple. Only a simple search on the Glyph open search database need to be done through its web interface or the API and these APIs are open APIs. The result of search search will always provide you the updated information as the LEI requires the annual renewals. During the re these renewals, the latest corporate details of the legal entities are validated once again. If I see uh, the large scale adoption of the LEI across the market and geographies, that will have the far better, far reaching benefits. Okay. Why? Because it, uh, it can promote the efficiencies amongst bank and large corporations by cutting down the labor and time taken for KYC and onboarding. Faster onboarding and KYC will improve the client experiences. As the LEIs are the global standard of identification, using information associated with company's LEI means you can be confident of the identity and the ownership of the entity with whom you are transacting with. According to Glyph and McKinsey, the global investment banking industry can save up to 3.5% of its capital market operation cost alone by using LEI to shrink onboarding cost by around 10%. And all of the above, the number of entities of LEI increases, the transparency and accountability in the marketplace increases, reducing the you know, probability of the events like uh, the subprime crisis. Okay, very interesting. All those benefits, it's incredible. But now moving a little bit towards our industry, BI industry, how can LEI benefit the business information industry in concrete business information providers like FIBIS members and of course the whole economy? The widespread adoption of LEI, especially in the financial industry, means that the data reported to regulators and used within the organization for risk management will be more reliable and readily fit for usage. The LEI can be easily incorporated into KYC or credit reports by business information providers and it serves as a cross-border identifier. If the business information industry adopts the LEI widely, okay, it will become globally you know, unique and help to prevent the identity theft and fraud. By leveraging the LEI, regulators are able to identify the businesses that pose a threat to stability of the financial system. As the LEI usage grows, regulators and market participants will be able to better understand the corporate hierarchies and family trees. Through this, the financial regulators can derive insight about the ownership, control and concentration of the risk in the economy. If we look at the future, open banking is been touted as the next big transformational trend in the financial sector. LEI data mapping will be a very important tool in fueling this trend as it will automate the process and eliminate the need of the human to perform manual checks and create compatible information. Globally, the LEI system reduces risk of the financial system by bringing about transparency, cutting down the complexity in identifying validation, reducing the secrecy around the business relationship and helping combat money laundering and terrorist financing. As the adoption of LEI becomes more popular and commonplace across regions and marketplace, with more regulators enforcing its use, the LEI will help provide stability to the global financial system.
the business information industry can play a key role in driving the usage of ADA across the countries. What would you say are the main differences between LEI and other unique numeric identifiers uh, developed by private entities within the business information industry? Several national, regional and other identifiers are being used to cover specific needs in business. But the LEI stands out compared to them because it is truly global and has already been adopted by many regulatory authorities in the world. As it is based on an ISO standard, it is independent of local regulation and jurisdiction agnostic. Besides, any GLIFE accredited LOU anywhere in the world can issue an LEA. The global LEA system was designed to be universal with a wide scope of application. This is crucial to cater the cross-border needs of the present-day globalized trade. Validation of identity is such a complex environment it is critical for ensuring the financial stability and that is feasible only with the global identifier such as ADI. LEI system came into being for express the purpose of creating transparency in financial transactions. Therefore, it has many use cases. For example, banks simply need to check the GLIFE Open LEI database to monitor the group exposures when providing credit to any business as it helps to fully understand who's the real participants of the liquidities. While conducting the tender process of sensitive sectors like defense, government departments can run a check to exclude the companies that have you know, foreign links. Perhaps the greatest advantage of LEA would be in the cross-border fraud prevention. While offering all the benefits as its core, LEA ensures standardization of a single format across the world. The information it contains can be retrieved at any location from single source, which is a GLIFE database. Besides, more than 100 regulations by governments all over the world already mandates the use of LEA for the certain types of transactions and government along with the international regulators have been able to, to reach a broad conscious over its development and use. This gives LEA an edge over the other identifiers, making it the global gold standard for identity validation at present. Well, Raul, very detailed explanation about LEI, uh, Legal Entity Identifier. It's been a, a very interesting episode. Happy to have you here with us today. And once again, thank you uh, for your availability. Hope to see you maybe sometime in the future in another episode of the FITIS podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Cindy. We would love to hear your feedback and thoughts for future episodes. You have been listening to the FITIS podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe. Thank you for listening. 